to the fellowship i am your co-host evangelist andy i don't know if you heard or not but season four is here and i'm excited i just kicked off the sneak peek i need a revival check that out at the end of this episode uh you can also go to the previous episode entitled sneak peek i need a revival So check it out. I've been talking to so many of you disciples and you've been going through so many things and I have been with you every step of the way. You know, just because I'm helping you don't mean that stops my problems either. So um, I had the privilege of actually preaching the last day of the revival at my home church. So shout out to Mupro and my pastor, R.M. Pippen. And this is the sermon. Um, I wanted to include as much of the service as I could, but you know, y'all and y'all attention spans. But <laughs> check it out. I did include the song before of the sermon. So just enjoy the portion of the worship that is there. And trust me, this word is for you. To the hearers, listen to everything. Listen! <laughs> Do you hear me? And for the readers, it's coming out of Ephesians chapter 3, verses 14 through 21. But I actually focus on verses 20 and 21. It's deep, y'all. I'm trying to told you. And for the doers, share this with somebody because you never know what someone is going through. For season four, I need you all to let me know what areas in your life you need to be revived in it could be your finances your relationship your career let me know it's not just about me it's about all of us so if you've never been here before welcome to the fellowship i don't want to talk no more hold it over enjoy this episode and like i said share it with somebody go forth be great in god and walk in your purpose i love y'all
and the depth and the height and to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge that ye might be filled with all the fullness of God. Verse 20, now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. Close it out, 21. Unto him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus throughout all ages, world without end. Amen. Now let the church say, Amen. Glorify God as you have your This is the revival when being revived through praise and worship. It's no surprise or mystery to us that our beloved pastor, he loves movies. Every sermon, he almost dropped in a movie every time. During this revival, we weren't surprised, I wasn't, that Brother Pastor BP, he liked TV. That's where we learned about the designated survivor. But if I may interject my particular preference, let me put my two cents in. I love music. Because it's something about music. I'm not talking about that noise that go around nowadays. I mean good music. Music that was more about more than the beat, but it also meant the words that went to the song. In fact, when I was younger, my auntie Peggy said we couldn't even sing in her car. If we didn't know what the words to the song meant, I was like, yeah, I know what the words mean. Number one, because I listen. And number two, because I comprehend. Now, music is so important to me that my mom and my grandma got me a record player for my birthday. And they only got me two albums. That's all I needed, though. The first one was Detroit's own Baby Girl, Aaliyah. Right. Oh my goodness, four page letter changed my life in high school. I thought that she was talking personally to me, and I took it as a lyrical challenge. Aaliyah only wrote one boy a four page letter. I took the challenge and I wrote four boys a four page letter. Oh, but hold on, check the pimping in my pen. Not only did I write four boys a four-page letter, but each page was front and back. So I actually wrote eight pages. Not only was it eight pages, but every single line rhymed. Not only did they all rhyme, but no letter was alike. You better thank God I used my powers for good in that. It's evil. But I played this record for two, three weeks straight. And then I remembered they bought me another album. So I opened it and immediately I lost my mind. I wanted to hear it so bad that I didn't even put it at the beginning of the album. I just threw it on there and see what would come out. The first line changed my life again. Now I can't say the whole song because this particular artist ain't particularly holy. But if I say the first line, 
I bet you know who wrote it and the name of the song. The line goes, I won't deny it. I'm sure why. All right, we got it. We took that in my ambition as a writer. This boy was going through. Not only did he write everything that he had already went through, but he talked about what he was currently going through, and a couple of them lines prophesied his own death. I thought about it. I listened. Look, don't look it up right now in church. But when you get outside the building, look at the lyrics. It was one part in which it sounded like even though he was going through all of this and he said he would rather die, it sounded like he was tired. So what do you do when you ride or die get tired? What do you do when they get tired of riding for you? When they say it's too much stress? Because every time we ride, it's always a ride or die situation. I'm tired of riding. So here we are in the book of Ephesians. Because here's your synopsis in second. Come with it. Pastor Paul, he was locked up on house arrest. They didn't have ankle monitors then. He had a personal guard that had to watch him at all times. He was speculating who the ox, he knew who the ox was. Their job was to observe and report. Not only to observe, but to ensure that when Caesar came calling, he would make his court case. Because if he didn't, then the house had to take his place, Come on. which was immediate execution. Wow. You should be happy about that and let the house keep watching. Because you're the only reason why they live. Wow. They are the wow. Now, them five things 
things that he asked for the church are very self-explanatory. So self-explanatory that I ain't preaching about that. I'm looking at the last two verses. Because what he did in these last two verses completely changed my mind about prayer. What he did was end the prayer with the doctrine of doxology. Uh, do you know what doxology is? Doxology is spelled exactly the way it sounds. D-O-X-O-L-O-G-Y. Doxology. That is a declaration of praise. Wow. He started, he ended his prayer the way that most of us only start our prayer. Yeah. We start with the praise and the worship God over everything, but we end it on a flat note. Right. Paul tells us that you can end up the same way you started. With praise in your mouth. The doctrine of doxology is not something just for us to say, praise God. Wow. Hallelujah. But he's right. It's the key to unlock what you ask him for. Right. You have to open your mouth, tell him I recognize you in control. I have no control over what goes on in my life, but I'll turn it over to you to handle it. Yeah. Oh, so doxology. You gotta get your doxology up. Right. You didn't get too excited about doxology, so I still gotta do a praise to you. Oh, so he says. So the question is, how do you revive your writer? Because writers, they're not normal. Come on. A writer die, they're not ordinary people. Come on with they it. are peculiar people. Yeah. They already showed you that they bought that life. Yeah. So when they extremely want to ride and go for God, on the opposite end, that's how dark it is when they want to die. You, you have to understand the true meaning of a ride or die. And if your rider is telling you that they want to die, do you have what it takes to make it stay alive? You need to be willing to revive your rider. So, to revive your rider. Uh, Pastor Paul, he says, first of all, you got to remember who rides for you. Right. Secondly, you got to remember who rides with you. And the third thing, you need to dust yourself off and ride again. Anything that you go through, not so bad that you can't keep riding. Anything that somebody puts you down for God to lift you up. Come on. Nothing goes on in your life that you can't handle. But you got to be willing to be a rider die. So, here we are. The question is, Let's look at verse 20. Look at it. It says, now unto him. Who is he? It's your question. Now unto him. Who is he? Now if you read the entire book of Ephesians, because it's only six chapters, I urge you to read it in your leisure, because if you read it, it makes sense why in verse in chapter 6 he said to put on the whole armor of God. And every piece of armor will be enlightened to you. So you have to know who he is. Spoiler alert, he is God. You have to know about the God that we serve. You didn't get it 
is when I told you that he was God. So let's just check the facts about the God that we serve. Yeah. I have another artist. I love him so much. Most of the times I don't understand what he's saying. And I got to really listen to it all the time. But he made a song. It said, women lie, men lie, but the numbers don't lie. Let's look at the facts of God. It's certain numbers in this church that mean something different. Yeah. We sing a song called 99 in a half. Won't do. We say 99 ain't good enough. But if my auntie Max was here, she would tell you 99 was just enough. 99% of her heart wasn't working. But oh God needed to make a way with 1%.
told me I no longer have the issue. Yeah. The issue is gone. There's no residue of All this right. thing. Do 
yeah. this is in the back of my Bible. Yeah. This word power actually means dunamai, which is the plural of dunamai. Therefore, there's more than one power that works in you. Come on! That worketh in you is the power of faith. Yeah, yeah. Second power that worketh in you is the power of Jesus. Yeah. The third power that worketh in you is the power of the Holy Spirit. Come on. Uh, we can deal with the first and second one in just one verse. Because uh, we all know about a grain of mustard seed. Right. We pretend that we know about a grain of mustard seed. Yeah. I know you don't fully grasp the grain of the mustard seed, because if I mentioned it, you should have been a little bit more happy about a grain of mustard seed. So in Matthew 17, come on, and 20 verse, let's look at what Jesus said about a grain of mustard seed. Now the whole reason he was talking about it, because a man brought his son with a couple of demons, the disciples can get out, so he brought the boy to Jesus, Child, and you're like, that's when you allow the enemies to 
don't need to be here. Come on, preacher. Y'all Y'all ready to dust yourself off and ride? 
because the fact of the matter is, no matter what you have gone through, you still right here to complain, so you made it through. The fact of the matter is that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Uh, the fact is that you're more than a conqueror. When you were a teenage mother and you thought you weren't gonna make it, here you are in your mid-fifties and you still making it. You gotta have a joyful noise to the Lord because you know, God is good. <laughs> and God is able. Uh, we have power given to us by God. It says, be glory in the church by Christ Jesus. Throughout all ages. This never stops. Come here, baby. Can't stop. Won't stop. Uh, this right here is throughout all generations. That means the first through the fourth generation and the fifth one, mama, to come. It means that God's word shall endure to the end. And if he will do what he said he would, we have to sign up and do our part of the contract. The contract we had is when we stood here and said we believe and would do everything that we said he would do. We have to do and fulfill our contract. Otherwise, you wouldn't breach. And you can get sued. You don't want God to sue you. For you to hold up your end of the, the deal. Uh, when you get sued, that comes the trials, the tribulations. When you get sued, that comes the frustration and the crime. When you get sued, the only way that you can get back in contract is if you open your mouth and give them some praise. It's revival through praise. Oh, his glory, his doxa. It can bless your life. If you just give him his doxa, you can get out of that trial you're in. If you would just give him his doxa, I'm waiting for somebody to give him his doxa. Somebody be crying all week, won't give him his doxa. Then you wonder why you ain't been delivered. You'll get that on the way home. On the way home. And so, I want to conclude with the greatest ride or die I ever known. I mean, this ride or die been riding for a long time. Uh, our calculations have been about over 2,000 years. Uh, this ride or die, his name is King Jesus. Not only is he the king, but I make a joyful noise because he still sits on the throne interceding for you, working for you. This ride we have. You better open your mouth and say, ride on him, King Jesus. And his 
myself off and ride again. Now magnify the name of the Lord. Yes, and yes, we know. They 
miles He more poppin' up higher and higher and higher and higher and higher To me I need you Cause I need Pray for me, y'all disciples if you were encouraged by today's motivation or any of the morning or midday motivations i encourage you to go to amazon.com and purchase my 31 day motivational journal listen this journal is more than just blank pages this journal you get out what you put in this journal is more than (laughs) I could ever have imagined. Listen, each day in this 31-day journal has four key elements to it. Just like God's master plan had four key elements, so does this journal. The first element, it has a scripture and a word of the day, something to encourage you, meditate on, and a daily focus. Next, it has words of encouragement. Just a little something for you to think about. (laughs) Then there's a daily challenge, an activity to do and or write. And you're not limited to just writing. The pages are blank. If you express yourself by drawing, feel free. Again, you get out of this book what you put in. Lastly, it has a daily prayer to encourage, uplift, and motivate you. If you are a fan or a subscriber or you like this podcast go to amazon.com and purchase encourage yourself 31 day motivational journal by yours truly evangelist andy now the picture of today's episode is the picture that you will see on amazon And I've gotten some feedback from people who have purchased already. And they're like, man, this is a good size book. I I can't wait to start. So get your start. This journal will take you on a journey to not only discover yourself and your purpose, but to also build your relationship with God. Listen. I always say, go forth, be great in God and walk in your purpose. And I had to walk it like I talk it. And so I wrote it to help you discover what your purpose is. And then from that point, it would jumpstart the rest of your year so that you can truly walk in your purpose with God. I love you all so much with the love of the Lord. Go forth, be great in God walk in your purpose 